Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Dizzy'sLR.com. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Here's Chubb trying to pick his way inside the five, and he does. Knocked down at the three. Ball came out, but he was down. Minka Fitzpatrick gets the tackle, but a gain of five. And the last thing any Browns fan wants to see, Nick Chubb holding his left leg. Oh, boy. I am told that the replay of Nick Chubb getting injured is not to be seen. Yeah, it's we're not going to show it. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay tastes like too late for the Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. So we're going to talk about everything that is bothering us in the world of sports. And we want to hear from you and what's bothering you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we're going to have Joshua Braun, the offensive lineman for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance, he'll join us in the 2 o'clock hour. Get his thoughts and opinions on not only the loss from BYU, but offensive line took a lot of criticisms and a lot of heat over the weekend. How do they bounce back? How do they fix their issues? And how do they move forward in getting ready for LSU? We'll talk to him about that. Also, I uh, got a text from Coach Z. He uh, was asking if uh, we needed him on the show today, which I'm kind of taking as maybe Coach Z wanted to come on the show today. So we'll have him on in the 3 o'clock hour. I'm sure we'll talk to him about a lot of the sports stuff going on because he always has opinions and watching all things sports going around the world. So we'll have that from him in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll have some other headlines. We'll get into some updates for uh, the Razorbacks and some of the things happening from uh, Coach Pittman and some of the players getting ready for this weekend against LSU. And Noah, as uh, we we looked at last night, at least, having double action of Monday Night Football. Congratulations to your Steelers, Joe. That was quite the interesting game, needless to say, of how it all played out. But in the end, a win is a win, and you're going to take it all day long, especially if it comes from the Cleveland Browns. A lot of turnovers, a lot of back and forth on both sides. It was one of those wild games, but sometimes that does happen with division rivals when they get together. And, uh, yeah, they were able to come out on top. Thanks to two defensive touchdowns, that's not something that you can depend on going into every game. You can depend on your defense playing well and maybe putting the offense in a position to score, but two defensive touchdowns, that's pretty rare. Yeah, how about the uh, first play of the game? You know, going as a pick six and kind of setting the tone there, and it was a nice little back-and-forth game. But, uh, you know, T.J. Watt, there's a reason why he's one of the best defensive players in the league, and uh, he, he was making a lot of plays, too, and... Had some uh, some big stops there, and I think what was it the it was it the defense had and special teams maybe had 16 points, and then it was or how I don't forget how the math was, but basically that the offense scored 14, and uh, neither defense, special teams, or whoever scored the rest of the points and even outscored the offense in that regard. Yeah, so. yeah, they definitely did. The offense uh, only scored one touchdown, and uh, they got a couple of field goals, but the defense they did their part. They did most most of the work there. T.J. Watt is somebody that. It changes the dynamic of the defense altogether when he's on the field. We've seen the results when he's not on the field. So, uh, and Alex Highsmith is somebody who's coming into his own. He just got paid in the offseason. He's a really good player that's lined up on the other side from T.J. Watt. The difference in this year's team than in the past was you had those two guys and nothing really behind them. 
Now they have a veteran pass rusher behind them, and they have a, a rookie that they feel really good about. So when those guys are off the field, they still feel good about what they can do from a pass rush standpoint. And they rotate those guys a little bit more. In the past, they wouldn't take them off the field. Hmm. Well, what's it, uh, at least in that final play, was it pass interference? Or was it a good no call? Okay, so if that was pass interference and you say, you know, how games balance out yeah. and there are other calls, the fumble when the yeah. receiver catches the ball, catches, in quotes, catches the ball, gets hit, fumbles, Browns get the ball, was that an incomplete pass or was that a fumble? Yeah. Yeah, that because that well, that's why I laughed about with the people that were pretty outraged about it. Which I surprisingly enough, I actually know a few Cleveland Browns fans that uh, follow oh, yeah, social media. Around. Yeah, and uh, they they were pretty upset by it. But uh, you know, I was like, man, uh, those are it's just a matter of in the moment, you know, because there's calls that happen throughout all the games that uh, you know you can disagree with or take issue with. But I mean, I don't know, I. I I felt like maybe you could have called it, but I'm, I don't think it was just the most egregious mispass interference call of all time either. And like, the ball was uncatchable yeah. on top of that, that. Yeah, it was going way out of bounds. Like, yeah, I, that's why I'm So like, you don't want to bail the offense out on making a call like that when there wasn't a play there to start with. Yeah, I, but it's I, I didn't have an issue with it uh, as far as you know saying that, oh, that's the reason why they lost. You know, having two defensive touchdowns, like you mentioned, and a crazy play where he had a, uh, you know, a couple of changes in possession all in one play going all over the field, uh, it, it was just a wild one. It was, it was a wild game last night and highly entertaining, but as uh, was in the intro and kind of the unfortunate thing about it, man, and uh, Nick Chubb and that injury that he suffered, which you know, there was a reason why they did not show the replay on the uh, Monday Night Football broadcast, at least with uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. That, that is a devastating type of injury that he's had uh, some issues with that knee before. I think it was when he was in Georgia in 2015. Uh, where he had a pretty major injury there and had to have surgery on it. Uh, he's done for the season, but, man, that was just a, a sad deal for him and a sad deal for anybody that ever gets hurt. But uh, to have something that looks just, oh, because uh, people were, of course, showing the – I ask you, that's that's the question. So did they show it on the other broadcast, the replay? Because people were, sh- like, retweeting and showing the replay. So I guess they did on one but didn't on the other. I, I don't know how that worked yeah, out. Yeah, not sure how that worked, but, yeah, it was all over the Internet, and they yeah. even said that – Last night on Scott Van Pelt, they said, we're not going to show the replay, but you can find it online if you're really seeking it. Yeah, I didn't really want to see it, but I got forced to see it. You know, it's just one of the things you're scrolling through, and it, it was, well, because I, I had it on TV, on my second TV, as I call it, but I had it on my second TV, and I actually missed the play. I just saw when he was down, and uh, I guess him and Minka Fitzpatrick were both down, and I was like, oh, I didn't see anything, and then I didn't see a replay, so I was like... Okay, well, I don't know what happened. So that's why, you know, usually if you don't see a replay or you want to know what's ever you go on social media, and, like, the very first video that popped up was, like, the one with the replay. I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was just, that was uh, brutal. So hate that for him and, and hate that, you know, it, to be injured like that. And, you know, we know that, no, again, no, no matter what the injury is, it's always tough. But, you know, the, the knee injuries and, you know, the, the just the way that that is and how it, already having to have dealt with that when he was in college – just a, a brutal blow to him that hopefully he's able to recover. But, man, that is a, as uh, I think Kevin Stefanski put it, a significant injury uh, to Nick Chubb. That was brutal. One of the better running backs in the league, and we know that the value of the running back, they've been devalued. But you can look at that in two ways where they've kind of been devalued because of the risk of injury, but they should be more valuable because of the risk of injury. And you see one of the better players in the game go out like that on something that is season-ending, that's a risk that they're taking on each and every play. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's the unfortunate thing about it because, as you mentioned, the value may not be there as what it once was, but those are guys that are getting hit. You know, it, these are guys that are getting hit and hit a lot. Uh, hit almost every single play, whether it's in uh, with running the ball itself or whether it's pass protection or, uh, you know, whether it's uh, the play action and somebody gets, you know, tackles them, like, they're putting their neck out there almost every single play as much as anybody. And so to you know not have the value for them is, is pretty pretty sad. But, yeah, like last night's, and not trying to say, like, oh, this is the one reason why, but, uh, you know, that, that type of play is just a freak accident. You know, it wasn't anything intentional. It wasn't anything that, you know, really could have prevented it. Unfortunately, it's just the side of football that nobody likes to see. So I hate that for... Nick Chubb, and uh, I know that for the Browns, they're pretty devastated, not only by the loss, but also by the loss of Nick Chubb and 
uh, having to having to move on from him and trying to figure out what they're going to do the rest of the year. So their running back came in and made a play though. He um, he showed a lot of speed and where he ran to one side that the play was designed to go to misdirection he comes back the other way and outruns everybody oh yeah yeah i mean it listen it was a highly entertaining game i know that that was the sad part of was that injury and it got talked about a lot but it was a highly entertaining game so uh, a lot of fun watching that one and of course the other monday night football game from last night the saints were able to defeat the panthers to stay at 2-0 and they beat them 20 to 17 which is uh was a low scoring affair but uh still a division a game that uh, means a lot and now you have three teams in the nfc south that are 2-0 and and only one of them that's 0-2 being the Panthers. But uh, still, that division seems to be uh, pretty wide open. And, uh, you know, anytime that you can get ahead, like if you're the Saints, and get a win on your division foe early part of the year, that's always a, a good step in the right direction. The thing about those two games last night, too, all the teams involved, all their defenses showed up. Now, both games played out differently as far as the scoring, but... All, all the defenses involved in the games last night, they all played well. Oh, yeah. I hope you bet the under with Bet Saracen because a lot of those games hit the under on Well, Steelers and Browns actually went over, but the defenses showed up. Even though there were points scored, the defenses were a big factor in what happened in those games, yeah. in, had, in that game in particular. If you had them on your fantasy league, then that was helpful if you had the defense special teams there too. Like Derek Carr didn't even throw a touchdown yesterday. He did throw an interception, but still his team was able to get the victory. Tony Jones Jr. had two touchdowns. For the Saints, on 12 carries for 34 yards. But even Bryce Young, the rookie, uh, for a rookie guy himself, like you're talking about 22 of 20, uh, 33 for 153 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I still think that he's going to end up being a really bright spot for, for Carolina, and I think that he's going to end up being a good quarterback. I know it's only two games, but the fact is is that you know there's a reason why he was the number one overall draft pick, and there's a reason why that uh, they're going to be trying to build towards something with a new coaching staff and a lot of new personnel. But for him to still have pretty solid numbers in, in that type of game and in it against a division foe, it uh, looks like the future's still pretty bright for Bryce Young. He looks That's good. That's probably the biggest factor with the Panthers that they do have a new coaching staff and they're trying to get everything worked out. They do have some pieces around Bryce Young, and we know that he works well just like any quarterback with pieces around him. And they have offensive minds on that side of the ball where it's the coach, the offensive coordinator, the analyst. They have... A lot of pieces there to help him in his development. He is a rookie, but it, it'll take a few games for him to kind of get up, really going up to NFL speed. Now, we already concluded it with week two of the NFL season. Of course, moving on to week three, which uh, is amazing how already fast it's turning. But uh, you're going to have an interesting game on Thursday night on Prime Video. And make sure that everyone knows that it is on Amazon Prime Video with the Giants and the 49ers. The Giants had a huge comeback victory this past weekend. People were putting them down after their first weekend showing. But, yeah, they're going to be going up against one of, if not the best team in the NFL in San Francisco going on the road. So that'll Maybe be the next. without Saquon also in this yeah. game. Yeah, because they're not ruling them out. Like, they, they have yet to really say one way or the other. They call him a quick healer. But, you know, it's, it, it's unfortunate because, it's like, again, another great running back that has had to deal with some injuries and had to battle through. So that may be something to watch for when it comes to that particular game. But we're According just, to NFL.com, Niners are the number one ranked team in power rankings. We'll take a look at some more what's going on with the power rankings, but the Niners are the number one team. There you go. They've looked good so far, and they'll have a test against the Giants. But we have a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. Now we're going to have some Razorback updates for you on the football side of things. Already got some text messages dealing with the Razorbacks, too. And Jason and Ben, hold on, man. We'll get to you on the other side of the break here on a Trigger Tuesday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. This is SportsCenter. Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday, and he talked about facing LSU this weekend. I just think this is as good a team as we're going to play, and and uh, I know A&M's good. I know Ole Miss good. I mean, hell, they're they're good. Alabama's good, but I think this is going to. I think this will define a little bit where we're at, how we how we 
how we go uh, Saturday night. We've just got to really prepare hard for it. We've got a good football team. They do too. But uh, if we get prepared, it'll be a hell of a game. Kickoff for Saturday's game is at 6 o'clock. And the Arkansas Travelers postseason gets started today as they face the Springfield Cardinals for a best of three series. Game one's tonight. First pitch is set for 635. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9% or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. It's the Average Guy Movie Review, Thursdays in the Zone, with me, Justin Akery, and Wes Moore. Presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Our friends from Rock and Roll Sushi will come in and recap or look ahead to what's trending on TV, the big screen, Netflix, or wherever you get your entertainment. It's presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors in a rock and roll vibe that will blow your mind. Rockandrollsushi.com. Oh, how great it would feel to have your 20-year-old knees, shoulders, hips, and back. You know, you don't think about your pains when you're in your 20s or 30s. But you wish you could get that body back when you're in your 60s. I think QC did that for me. For Patrick, it started with a simple phone call to QC Kinetics. One day I was driving and I just heard the radio and I pulled over and took the number and I called them when I got home. Maybe that's you and you're listening right now. Why wait? QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments uses your body's own natural biologics to heal and restore damaged tissue without invasive surgery or harmful drugs. And as for the results... My knees are as good as they were when I was in my 20s. I'm really happy with what happened. For Patrick, it's like QC Kinetics turned back the clock. Now it's your turn. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just Just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz.
It's out of bounds here on a triggered thir- Tuesday. Almost a triggered Thursday. I wish it was Thursday, but still Tuesday. We still have fun here right on Out of Bounds. And uh, we're going to talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports here in just uh, a little bit. And uh, have some uh, some updates and on some other things, too, when it comes to injuries. And also uh, hear from Sam Pittman and everything. I-, I do have a random question, though, for you, Joe. Do you know how to like sew a button on a shirt? Like if if you if somebody just handed you the materials, you would you know how to do? No, it? okay, no, not at Thank all. Thank you. Thank you. Because I tweeted out that I had a couple shirts that I really like where multiple buttons have popped off. I don't know where the buttons are at. Uh, so it's not like I but I'm like, okay, so what do I do here? Cuz I'm not going to throw away the shirts just because a couple of buttons are missing, but I don't know how to put a button on a shirt. So do I just like go on YouTube and learn how to do it? Or do I maybe go and take it to somebody? Like, like, what do I do here? And, of course, I got a lot of responses on social media. But either way, I like some people were shaming me and saying, they're like, how dare you not know how to sew a, but- sew a button on a shirt? I was like, why would I know how to sew a button on a shirt? Like, this isn't the 1920s where it's like you had to learn stuff like that. Like, I, like how would I know? Like, uh, Phil Elson, voice of the Razorbacks, he texts me. He's like, dude, he's like, He's like, how do you not know? I'm like, what do you mean, how do I not know? Like, <laughs> like, why is it such a shocking thing that I don't know how to sew a button onto a shirt? Like, I've never had to do that before. It is one of those things where you could probably figure it out, but just the knowledge of it up front, no. Yeah. See, that's, and then, like, I was leaning towards, like, I guess some, like, dry cleaners and stuff can do those things. Yeah, they can definitely And, and do so it. I was going to do that, but someone's like, no, no, just go on YouTube, go get your materials, go and do all that. I'm like, okay. Now, YouTube can teach you how to do any and everything you want. 100%. And I'm like, I'm not against that. However, I, and I started doing, I was like, okay, so you're talking about me going and getting the materials, coming back, learning how to do it, and then if I don't do it, I get frustrated, and, like, what if it doesn't look good? i got to match the buttons. I'm like, or I can just take it to somebody, and they can do it for me. And then I can just get the shirt back. Feeling like that might be the move. But either way, I just, like, people were acting like they all knew how to sew buttons onto a shirt. I'm like, well, well, kudos to you. Good for you. I didn't get that uh, trait when I was growing up, but I'm going to have to figure that out and then make it work. Because I really like those shirts, and I don't want to throw them away. But it's just a little random thing I guess uh, I had to deal with. Uh, Jason, though, is in Benton. Let's go to him. What's up, Jason? Man, I tell you, I sure would wish I could talk about buttoning up a shirt and talk about what I'm about to talk about. Uh Uh-oh. Um, Joe, I tell you, I got to give you Steelers fans uh, some major kudos. And coming from a Browns fan, that, that's something that's rarely seen. But when they called Nick Chubb off the field, you guys, the, the way that that crowd was just screaming Chubb's name, you know, to show them that they're supporting him, and they knew how bad that injury possibly could be, really showed some class. And I don't know if you guys have heard an update on it, but apparently it's not good. He apparently ruptured a uh, an artery that goes behind his knee and 90% of the time when the artery that he ruptured is done, you have to have an amputation of the lower part of the leg. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's just, man, when you have your whole offense, you know, your franchise is offense based on that one player and to see, I mean, I know you're not a Browns fan, Joe, but when we shut down Cincinnati and then we played y'all last night and I mean, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple plays in, you know, the second quarter, the guy goes down like that. It's just, it was just so heartbreaking. And, and now to hear this, I mean, you don't even know if the guy's ever going to play again. Yeah, it's one of those things when you see that type of injury, you're not even thinking about football anymore. You're just thinking about no, you're him not. as a person. And, and that's kind of where the fans were coming from. And, uh, yeah, right. there's, you know, it is an intense rivalry, but there's some respect to it. There's respect on both sides. Oh, absolutely. They don't like each other, but there's a respect factor. I mean, back in the day when I, I don't keep up with the Steelers no more, but when Heinz Ward or the bus or, you know, Roethlisberger, whoever went down, if they went down like that, I'd, I'd throw my hat in there for them too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just one of them things. But back to the drawing board. You guys have a good day. All right. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you. Yeah, it is one of those unfortunate deals that we see in sports, and we hate it when we see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, especially in football, and it's not just football, but, like, it's such a physical contact gladiator type of sport that when we see injuries happen, especially when they're very gruesome injuries, like ones that you just you don't even want to look at, and if you do look at it, you never want to see it again. Uh, you know, it brings people together, uh, as crazy as it may sound, because at the end of the day, you know, even if it's a team that you root against or if it's a team you're rooting for, it's still a game. You know, it's still just sports. It's still something that we enjoy. 
We see it all the time happening, and I'm not trying to compare it, but you know, you think back to last season when the DeMar Hamlin thing happened and just the amount of people that came together on that one where it was no longer about – I mean, they didn't finish the game. They didn't play the game after that just because it was like there are some things bigger than going out there and continuing to play. And so, yeah, you're, it's, you may hate each other, maybe some rivals and all that, but at the end of the day, still human beings. I mean, still people that are trying to go out there and play and trying to, to do the best that they can. And still uh, those injuries, you know, that's not just something that's going to impact their season or you know, whatever. It's, you know, can Im- it's going to impact their life. So, yeah, you're, you're always going to – I always appreciate the things that unite people more so than, you know, divide people, especially in world sports, because that's what's supposed to be, bringing people together. And speaking of the deal with DeMar Hamlin, we saw it carry over into the preseason where there were some significant injuries that happened in the preseason. And they just stopped those games. They were late in the games, and they just stopped the action and didn't continue on with those games. Just called it. And yeah. both teams left to prevent anything else from happening like that. Yeah. It's, it's, you gotta, you got to be able to – I mean, no one wants to ever be in that situation, but you got to read the room. you, you got to read what's best and do what's best and make a decision. It's a tough decision, no matter what it is. But uh, you, you got to make sure that you're doing best by everybody else, especially uh, the ones that are suffering those injuries, too. Let's go to Jake, who's in Cabot. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Freak. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, good to hear you, man. Hey, John. Sorry, I'm, you know, I'm almost on my app, man. I just came out of Columbia, South Carolina, which, by the way, not impressed with their campus. That's the first time I've been really? out here. Not really impressed. See, I have... I mean, that's, I went around one... three sides of it in a truck, and <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. That's it? Really? Well, yeah, that's nah. one of the, I think that's only one of the four, three or four, I got to keep count, of campuses I have not been to in the SEC. So, uh, uh, you're not missing much. Uh, um, <laughs> hey, about, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little behind because I'm listening to the app. So, uh, about the button, someone thing, <laughs> let me explain something to you. So, I went to a couple schools, and Joe will know about this. I went to a couple schools in the military where I had to either sew my name tag on my hat or a tab on my sleeve. And it doesn't matter if you get it perfect in the first week, they're not going to pass it until the last week. Hmm. That's just what they do. And so the only reason I learned how to sew was going through the schools. Um, Otherwise, I wouldn't know how either, man. It's not a big deal. but like, let me put it another way. I have uh, I traded in my Challenger and I have a Dodge Ram pickup now, and it's got the HID headlights. Well, one of the headlight bolts went out. I looked on YouTube to try to fix this thing. I'm not even going to no taking the grill off, taking the whole headlight assembly out. Nope. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to pay somebody to fix that because that is more time and more trouble than I've got to deal with. So Jake, it's, really, it's not really now. as hard as, as maybe you think it is, and that's why, you know, YouTube can save you some money at times if you're willing to put in the work. But if you Absolutely, prefer to go pay somebody, then go pay somebody. Yeah, yeah especially when there's oh, a difference oh, between got, a shirt and a truck. Like, yeah. if it's your truck, if it's your vehicle, then yeah. I'd, I mean, that that's a no-brainer for me, but if you're talking about just a button on a shirt, then, you know, that, that's a little less strenuous. There's no way to get to the bowl behind these like on a normal car and just twist it out. You have to take the whole headlight assembly out. In order to do that, you got to take the grill off. Hmm. So I'm not messing with that. I will take it to Dodge and let them do their thing. So anyway, um, but, I, you know, I just wanted to maybe make you feel a little bit better. Don't feel bad about that. Uh, about the hogs real quick. Uh, man, I was disappointed. God, uh and, and I don't get all the hate on on KJ. I mean, yeah, you know, he has some he has some misses and whatever, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I don't get the hate on him. Put in Satania and throw some five or seven yard in, and let him do his thing, and then start using Has and Tesla on to slant, and all of a sudden we're going to be a lot better. That's all I got to say, guys. Have a good day. Go Hawks. I right, appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling in. I mean, I'm sure that there is 
or maybe has been, but I don't think anybody has called in or texted in on the show talking about, you know, K.J. Jefferson hate. I haven't seen that really much. It's been mainly t- directed towards either uh, Sam Pittman or the offensive line or Dan Enos, but I haven't seen much against K.J. But There's been a little of it. Yeah, not to say it doesn't there's, exist. There's some talk that where he is in his career, year four, he should be better no matter if he's working with a new offensive coordinator he, he should be better overall. So there, there's some of that talk. Yeah. Well, just like the team, same thing with KJ. It's a long season ahead. It's a long season ahead, and there's like a lot of time to be able to improve and to get better from it as well. Uh, let's see. Also from the Astro Record Life fan feedback, uh, Mary Ann says, the more Sam Pittman talks to the media, the more ignorant he sounds. I'm sorry, but it's true. Well, I'm just glad that he does talk to the media because it gives us something to talk about and gives us updates on everything. And then uh, George says, Question, say Arkansas goes 2-5, and five, and then proceeds to go 5-7 or seven or worse. Sam Pittman has to be fired, right? Well, you know, the, the what-if situations are always interesting because, I mean, you know, like if you went 7-5, and five, not all 7-5s and fives are created equal because if you lose to a couple of teams you shouldn't, but then you beat the teams you should, it's different from, uh, you know, just kind of skating by by one points against teams that you should take care of. But if they go 5-7, and seven, I mean, I don't know. I don't like calling for anyone's job saying, oh, they have to do this, or if this is what happens, they're gone. But, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising no, if they decide to make all. a move. Because, again, you can't go from nine wins to seven wins to five wins in year four with K.J. Jefferson, with Rocket Sanders, which I know he's trying to get back into the mix. But with those guys, with an improved defense, with a, uh, the transfer portal, all those things, like you can't do that. You just can't do it. And so, if Arkansas does not make postseason, if they don't make a bowl game this year, then the action needs to be taken. I'll put it that way. Action needs to be taken, and it's not anything as far as mean or mean-spirited or hateful. It's just it's, it's a performance-based business, and if you don't perform, there's going to be some moves made on it, too. Uh, let's go to Jason, who's in Conway. What's up, Jason? Hey, um, so, first of all, the sewing the button on a shirt... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can go on YouTube. Um, yes, uh, it's so frustrating. Uh, <laughs> you're going to hate yourself, and you're going to wish you were married, divorced, married, divorced. And so that's my take on that. It's, Great, it's a pain in the butt. Good to yeah, know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it sucks. And then secondly, Marianne, don't take it the wrong way, but Marianne, shut your pie hole. You have no idea what you're talking about. Sam Pippen is not ignorant. He's a great coach. Um, we were built for speed. Now we have Dan Enos, and we're not built for speed for him. So just go go back to watching your soap operas, please. Thanks. All right. Appreciate you calling in, Jason. Appreciate your uh, comments there, too. Uh, yeah, because it's, listen, it, it, people are just mad, you know, and I get, and we talked about, all about it yesterday uh, when people were upset about the performance by Arkansas and the performance by Sam Pittman as a coach or Danius or whatever. People are mad. And people are frustrated, and rightfully so. I don't think that there's any reason to to not be. But at the same time, I I don't think that it's necessary to go from zero to 100, where you go in three games in the year, you're two and one, and you still have yet to play an SEC game, and you lost to a team to which you should have felt like you should have beaten, but you lost to a team by seven points in BYU, who's a good team, mind you. And you're trying to just say, ah, fire everybody. This is terrible. He sucks. <laughs> like, come on. Like, there, you can be you can be critical without having to just go full guns blazing saying that Hunter Yurchek made the biggest mistake ever by hiring Sam Piven. Like, come on. Like, you got to have some sort of realistic expectation. And also, there's a long season. Like, just let them see how it plays out. They go five and seven. All right, let's have a conversation. But I'm going to give them opportunities to turn it around and to get better. Right what this season's all about yeah yeah you you want to just pay attention to to what's going on watch each and every game but the problem that some people are having they you know think about the conference traditionally and how tough it is to go through that conference schedule you drop something in non-conference that's a little disheartening and not only dropping it in non-conference and looking like that but not really looking good against competition leading up to that game against BYU so that's kind of how people are projecting that the rest of the season is going to go. Well, again, if you want to project it, that's fine. I'm not going to disagree with you or tell you that you're wrong. I'm just saying that you got to let it play out to where Sam Pittman has done enough. This is what it comes down to, to me. Sam Pittman has done enough already as a football coach at the University of Arkansas to finish out this season, to get four years. 
to get this fourth season. He's done enough. He deserves that. So this whole idea of just uh, fire him, he's terrible, he's trash, let it play out, and then let's talk. Ryan's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Oh, uh, you know, you know what I'm gonna say about this fan base. We always, well, we're, we're we're hot on the on the accelerator there on on just about everything. You know, it's just like like I, I didn't understand the whole um, the way we were just like. I mean, it was. Let me get my thoughts together here. The way we jumped from just wanting him gone, this, that, and the other, and on like I watched college football as a whole on Saturday, and I, I feel like this is going to be one of those years that we're going to have a lot of parity here. I mean, you just watched an Alabama team go down to South Carolina, or not South Carolina, South Florida, and struggle. That BYU team, had you matched them against Alabama, might have beat Alabama. I'm not, and again, I'm just taking that as just one little piece of the puzzle and just that one game, I'm not talking about an overall, like, nine out of ten times. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, my point is, there are teams that are struggling this year that we're not used to seeing, and I just, I, I genuinely believe, I'm just using that as an example for, for the parody. Uh, do y'all get what I'm trying to say with that? Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's a crazy year, man. Say, like, you can, it's, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to be going down, and, you know, Arkansas could be a team that figures it out. Like, it could happen. It's just, you got to, well, nobody and, has hope in that right now. And, and two, I, I get that Slovis's, uh passing stuff wasn't great uh, Saturday, but Every, whenever he needed a throw, he made it. And I, I think, too, I think the fan base, myself included, I think we kind of slept on the fact that Slovis, with his career, I think we slept on this a little bit, and we just chucked it out to an automatic win, and we shouldn't have done that. Um, I think we should have been a little more cautious of BYU as a fan base. I'm not saying that fan didn't do that. I'm just saying as a fan base, because everywhere I look, we, we automatically assumed this was going to be a win, and that defense, they, uh, if I'm correct, they changed their defensive coordinator, and they come in with a game plan and was ready to, was ready to play. Um, and I, I figure they're going to win a lot of games in the Big 12 this year. Um, but I will say this, um, you know, the last time Enos was here, that offense struggled until they got Dominic Reed going. And I'm, I'm wondering if maybe Satania isn't that piece. Um, that's just kind of my thought. I hope you all have a great day, and uh, go Hogs. Appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I know the 2015 year uh, gets compared a lot because wasn't that the year that they had uh, Jonathan Williams got hurt for the whole season, like early. I think it was even in fall camp. He was out for the year. And then they had, uh, like, Keon Hatcher get out for the year, and Jared Cornelius, like, broke his arm. They started having all these injuries. But then, like, Drew Morgan stepped up at wide receiver. Dominic Reed stepped up. So, not trying to compare them, but also they had some significant injuries that they had to overcome to try to get them going. So, you know, maybe. We see that happen from time to time, too, where especially if some of your better players get hurt, then some players, they'll come in because they have their opportunity that they normally wouldn't have had, and they're able to go in and showcase what they can do. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, it's, we'll see about Rocket Sanders' status. He's really the, the biggest injury guy right now, and Devin Manuel is definitely a big one, too. But they got to go out and they got to take care of business, and they're the ones that have to step up because no one's going to feel sorry for them, especially not LSU this weekend. They're not going to feel sorry for anybody. But we'll still have more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. We've got what's screening in the world of sports presented by West Rock Coffee. And more of your phone calls and text messages, so stay with us. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. I know the last three years, people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. Ah, not again. 
Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, when is my luck gonna change? And I was like, you need to go to Tunica, bro. And he was like, yeah, good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kissing. My man was like, this is amazing. His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it, because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. We're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we are talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good! Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good! Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good! Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot at the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On 1037 The Buzz. Your shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Guatney is offering an exclusive deal right now with their loan and lease termination program. They're going to help you get out of the vehicle that you don't want, and you can take advantage of no car payments for the rest of the year. They have great deals on Silverado with uh, 0% with approved credit, and also Equinox, 2.1% financing on 2023 Equinox. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. If you need a service, get it scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. 
It's Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll have what's training the world of sports. But uh, before we get to that, uh, let's go to uh, Shane, who's in Benton, who's been patiently waiting. What's up, Shane? Hey, guys. I just want to chime in on the on this. This has been a really tough week for Hog fans and everything like that. But I still believe in Sam Pittman. And I still believe in KJ and all the other yeah, all the other players. So I'm just want to say that I was going to. With basketball coming up, I think I think they've got a chance to go to Final Four. I really do. I really think that uh, Coach Musselman's doing an awesome job, and I, I think they're going to go all the way to Final Four. So I'll let you guys talk talk about it. All right, Shane, already on the basketball season. Yeah, I, I like it though because at least well, because he was a both thing. Where he's like, I still believe, still believe in Sam Pittman, still believe in KJ, but uh, you know that basketball team though. <laughs> that's that's looking good. I mean, uh, I guess we'll know. What, I think first game or the exhibition game against Purdue is the last Saturday of October. I think. So yeah, um, got about plenty a month of time. And a half away. <laughs> yeah, got plenty of time. <laughs> everybody's looking forward to it. Yeah, plenty of time. Uh, but all, all it's going to take, just like you know, it's. I'm not saying this will happen. I'm not going to predict it to happen or pick it to. But it's like if Arkansas found some way to beat LSU on the road this weekend, you're going to be right back in. I'll see you. Now we got figured out. You beat A and M now, and you know, Bama. They don't even look that good. There, there may be some thinking in the fact that even if it doesn't look good against LSU, there are people that feel like A and M every year it's going to be competitive and they're going to have a chance of beating A and M. So they're they're just going to think there are some people that think like that, and then there are others that the season's lost at yeah. this point. Yeah, I'm going to be the only one like. I can still be somewhat optimistic, but the only thing I'm always negative about is that A&M game because I'm like, I just can't wait to see the new way that Arkansas finds a way to lose. You know, it's, it's, they get inventive. Like, they get creative when Especially it comes to that one. with Bobby Petrino I, as the play caller at A&M. Yep, yep. Just, uh, I was Arkansas try- had problems with him last year. Yeah, with Missouri State, and you know that he's going to be motivated in that one, too. Um, I, I was just trying to think of, like, icon- like just think about, this would be worst-case scenario. The most iconic Bobby Petrino plays at Arkansas as a, as a play caller, like, that's what he's going to run against Arkansas to end up losing him. I mean, that's that's what he does. Oh, yeah. Like that Joe Adams play right here in Little Rock to go to beat uh, uh, LSU and go to the Sugar Bowl. He'll run that play. Cowboy, go get him. Uh, uh, you know, hiding the ball, and then the guy's wide open, tight ends running down the down the sidelines, he'll run that one. The wheel route. Yeah, as he once said, we didn't come here to paint, so they're not going to be there to paint. Yeah, I know, man. Just I, 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 that, I got LSU to worry about, but I'm already not looking forward to that game because I know it's going to be annoying. But still, uh, Jamie's in Atkins. What's up, Jamie? Hey guys, uh, I had called in yesterday on Acre and them show and just talking about. Uh, I think I was kind of the first one that mentioned this, and then I've heard it said three or four times about. Our offense is a square peg in a round hole. Uh, we're, we're trying to make KJ a pocket passer, and if you go look at all the sacks, most of the sacks he took, uh, they were all while he was in the pocket. Uh, he is not comfortable in the pocket. He doesn't know when to get out of it. Uh, he's hanging in there a little bit too long. He needs to get out on the run. But what I, I'm going to switch gears here. What I really wanted to talk about was our offensive line coach. Now it's evident that him and, you know, Pittman are good buddies. I mean, they're probably old cold beer drinking buddies, (laughs) if I was guessing. Uh, And sometimes the worst thing you can do, I'm speaking from experience, is work with a a buddy. Be in in business with a buddy. Sometimes that's that's not the way to go about business. Uh, So, you know, and... What what should have happened after last year is he should have been fired, along with the strength and conditioning coach, and that's evident. I don't know if you heard uh, Dan Hampton talk on the morning show, but, uh, you know, he didn't have very nice things to say about the offensive line. He said they were titty-bumping, and uh, their their technique's just terrible. And uh, I just uh, – name me a good line we've had since he's been there. Well, I mean, you've had ones that have been fine, but there's no doubt that it's gotten, I mean, I guess I hate to say it were worse, but it's true. Like, it's gotten worse every single year, it feels like. It's gotten and, worse. I mean, there's got to be some kind of buddy deal to this thing. Uh, I'm just going to get your thoughts on that. All yeah. right, guys, thanks. I appreciate it, Jamie. Thanks for calling in. I mean, I, I don't care if it coaches or buddies or not. If one can coach and one or they can't, that's what matters. Uh, but... 
And the offensive line, they've had their issues. They've had their struggles, and it's not looking good this year. It's just a matter of, I mean, is it a Sam Pittman thing? Is it a Cody Kennedy thing? Is it you know, having injuries? Is it just as simple as that? You know, what, is, is it just one person that you can point to? Um, you know, Cody Kennedy's the offensive line coach, and I think he understands that he's got a job in front of him, but uh, he also knows that he's coaching under one of the best offensive line coaches in the country in Sam Pittman. So it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be, you know, doing a good enough job. And I feel like Pittman would be smart enough to where if it's like, hey, he ain't doing the job, I'm going to step in and I'm going to take over because this ain't working. You know, I I don't know the behind the scenes on everything like that. But I think everybody's pretty much in agreement that there's problems. Uh, There's problems with the offensive line and there's problems with uh, the way they've looked and their techniques and everything. So I totally get it. I totally get it. Real quick, uh, Keith in Houston. What's up, Keith? Keith, you there? I'm here. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, um, I got two things. Uh, one is everybody keeps talking about how the defense is better, but they gave up 38 points. And then the second comment is I, I feel like the Razorback uh, fans are uh, two things. First of all, they're they're too um, they get too excited at the beginning of the season. They're not as realistic as they should be. And then the second thing is they get down too too quick. <laughs> I think there's probably some middle ground that needs be there and not not these two extremes that I see. I, I don't know. But I'll hang up and just listen. All right. Appreciate it, Keith. Keith, you may be on to something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. But I think that's all fan bases, isn't it, to an extent? I don't think it's unique just to Arkansas. Um, like, all fan bases get excited before the season starts. Yeah, and everybody's start getting excited, up. but like he said, you have to factor in kind of being realistic. Like, let's say a place like Ohio State, for example, they expect to win, and if they if they lose a game, they're they're not thinking their season's done, but they don't expect to lose games. Mm-hmm. At, at Arkansas, you know that there are going to be some losses. Right. Now, it's more of a factor of how many losses are you talking about? Are you talking about two, or are you talking about five or six? Yeah. I also just think that this one in particular is because this was a game that no one was picking Arkansas to lose. Like, fans weren't. But, you know, as far as fans, again, everyone's got their own opinion. Everyone's got their own, like, score or win total or everything. But most people that we talked to and had on the show were saying anywhere between six wins, seven wins, eight wins for the most part. And that's still, that's still in play. Still could happen. But we got more out of bounds. We got Joshua Braun joining us next. So stay with us. Are you still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. It's time for a Corky's Ribs and Barbecue customer review. Corky's, you've ruined all of the ribs for me. I took a bite and suddenly my taste buds threw a party. Now my friends want to come over for barbecue night, but only if Corky's